Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Anyway, Michael Felder joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Michael, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. How are you guys? We're good. We're having some fun. Look, earlier in the week, I, I was going off on guys that are getting offended by stupid talking heads. I am a talking head. Whatever I say has no bearing on anything. I'm an idiot. Who cares what I think? Who cares what Lou Holtz says? Who cares what Lee Corso says? You got coaches from Power 5 schools crying about stuff that talking heads are saying. Go win games. No one cares. I'm crying. (laughs) It's hilarious to me. I don't understand it, Michael. And then, I mean, you know, even at Arkansas, I mean, Coach – Coach Pittman, I think a lot of it's he's looking out for his players, but he's talking about the mental health side of things, and that's that's legitimate. But I mean, it's a, it's a pickle, and I think uh, people don't want to hear it. They want to they want you to go, hey, look, go win some games. You're making millions of dollars a year, and I don't want to hear about it. So quit quit crying. I think the millions of dollars a year is a big sticking point, um, especially like the way that I think about. It. I think about the way that the coaches when they go to when you do your coaches' conventions, they are always trying to make rules to make their jobs a little bit easier. But everybody's trying to make their jobs a little bit easier. They just happen to have a job where they make more money than most people. And so for me, I don't I'm not one that I, I will give them grace. I understand it's a hard job. I know it's a hard job. Mm-hmm. I have friends that are in that job and they're trying to work their way up. But also like you are compensated in a way that you're you absorb some of the hard like the toughness of the job. Uh, but I also to me for for me and, and I, this is the thing I really have loved about Dion. And he's like, you, 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 what is, I, every morning somebody serves up an Instagram video to me and it's like, you didn't make me, so you can't break me. Mm-hmm. Why would I care about your opinion of me? And right. I think what we're realizing is there is a large level of sensitivity to these guys. And it is, they're human. They are still human. And we, we have to take that into account. And watching them get fired up about a thing, and I think you mentioning Pittman and trying to kind of protect his players a little bit. I think that is a thing, but I think that's different than what a guy like Dabo is doing or I think what's going on with Ryan Day. And So I think it's going to be a very interesting thing. And then Freeman is also on the other side of that where he's like, this is a guy supposed to be a defensive guy. they got 10 players on the field. What are you doing? And so he's going to take criticism for that. But the criticism comes with the job. The better you get at your job, the less criticism you get. Nobody's, hey, look, everybody knows Nick Saban don't have the team he wants, but nobody's saying Nick Saban can't coach. Right. Yeah, there's just so many facets. This is really, I mean, it's almost like the NFL right now with the Taylor Swift thing. It's like we're not even talking about all the time about the game itself. It's like all the ancillary things and the conversations that are going on around the game more so than the game at times. You know, we didn't even really dig. Don't get me started on that. (laughs) We've got more on that later. I'm getting served all these Instagram things, and it's literally multiple people that are like, I'm glad Taylor Swift is going to help this Travis Kelsey guy out. And I'm like, he's a superstar. Please. That is a that is a joke going around on TikTok, and the yeah, the videos are yeah. hilarious. I love it though that wives are doing this. I mean, the reactions are funny. We're actually going to play one of them a little bit later, but anyway. Right. Um, but I mean, these coaches that are they're worried about that. So I'm like, come on, guys, are you really that that worried about it? I don't care what coaches say. And the thing about the Washington sure. State coach going off after their game, he misconstrued or misunderstood, and admittedly it's easy to do these days, what Corso said about uh, their team because they're the last two teams left in the Pac-12, and that was his point, like nobody wants us bowl. And he said basically it's the nobody wants to watch us bowl, and that's not what the point was. Anyway, the whole thing is silly. Why are we worried about this? Go win some freaking games. It doesn't make any difference. Yep. Let's talk about football. Uh, Clemson and Florida yeah. State, what a freaking game. And, I mean, this is the yep. most, like, Clemson thing. I mean, it's like they're back to Clemsoning. You bring in a kicker. It's a cute little story. His family's there. He hasn't been part of the program. Your other kicker stinks, so you ask if he can bring the kid back. They do. He makes one early. Hooray. 
and then he misses one that he sh- you know normally would make. You would think for a college kicker late in the game, and it costs him the chance to knock off Florida State. It was uh, that was a hell of a game, though. I gotta say, it was a good game. It, it was brutal though to like watch that kid go through that. Yeah. At the end of the day, for me, when I'm looking at it, I'm just like, man, you got like. And I get it. Antonio Williams was not in the game, right? We do have to put that kind of caveat, quote-unquote, out there. Antonio Williams is not in the game. He's their best wide receiver. Probably their best – well, second-best player on offense behind Will Shipley. Shipley, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Shipley looked dinged up to me. Like, he looked like he was having a really hard time getting off the ground uh, a lot. And so I think he's still – like, he's, like, playing through being hurt, and he's still trying to give them everything that he has. And, like, watching him put that one finger up, and call to get off the field. That's like that's a real thing. Like guys aren't tired. We're this isn't the start of the season anymore. We're in week what are we week four? We're going into week five. These guys are you're hurt. And for people that have not played college football, people that haven't coached college football, Coach Kelly, can you get can you tell can you tell folks every single player, whether they're a starter, a backup, scout team, whatever, their body is hurting nonstop. I had that conversation with somebody last week. Their son's a quarterback playing playing ball, and they're like, golly, you know, it's week three and he already doesn't feel good, or it's week four. And I'm like, after week one, he will never feel good, never feel perfect <laughs> till the season's over. You won't. If you're playing football, after week one, you will you should never feel perfect again until the season's over with and you mm-hmm. can heal up. And that's just the way it goes. Hey, my question for you, that's Michael, how- my question for you, Michael, yeah. is watching the game, Clemson had 400, you know, without their guy, 429 yards to 311. They outrushed them 146 to Florida State's 22. Is that the cause of concern going forward, that they out-yardaged them that bad, outrushed them by seven times? Yes. Yes, that is my big cause for concern. That means that they can't put the ball in the end zone. It's like a team that has more possessions in basketball but cannot score. And it's more – it's, it's more prevalent in football, and, and it's, it's a problem with getting the ball in the end zone. Uh, empty red zone trips, empty trips into like in, empty trips inside the 45. Uh, it's, it's one thing to amass yards. That's fine. You can amass yards all you want. Fantastic. You can amass – I, I, I kind of equate it to time of possession. You can have time, all the, have all the time of possession you want. It takes one play to score a touchdown. It takes one play. And if, you go, if you're not scoring touchdowns, the other team – consistently if you miss field goals if you miss opportunities if you have incompletions on third down then all of a sudden those yards you've amassed they mean nothing because the other team can get the ball and they can score in a play and i think florida state they're lucky to escape that game they're lucky to stay undefeated but now we're looking at a florida state team that's beaten clemson who i know clemson is not what clemson used to be right now but they've also beaten lsu and lsu is an interesting football team as well because and you guys just experienced this i am I'll say this: I am living that LSU. That, excuse me, that Arkansas didn't shut the door on LSU. Door, door should have been shut on them. What do you blame Arkansas not getting it done to? I mean, what, what do you think was the the key factor in that? I don't know if it's is Jaden Daniels that good, or is it the defense makes mistakes and like there were like they had him in a couple third and long situations in the back end where they could have closed the door and it just. Every time, whether it was just like a little thing, they, like I just that was frustrating to watch. I'm sure. Listen, yeah. I'm not even an Arkansas fan. You guys, yeah. you guys are way more into it than I am. But you, we saw the opportunity on the table, right? It's like somebody kept taking the plate away, even though you're starving. They they right. kept taking the plate a little bit further away out of your reach. Um, 
This week is a big one, Michael. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah. I, I think that's our question of the day today. Is this a must-win game? And it's not a must-win game by the truest sense of the term. And I'm very touchy about verbiage and the meaning of words. Sure. But it feels like if Arkansas is going to, at minimum, make a bowl game, this is a pretty huge game for them, especially knowing they've got to go to Ole Miss and they've got to go to Alabama after that. Well, before we do that, can we talk about Ole Miss? Sure. What happened there? I want to ask you about them what in a second. Happened? I want to talk about their matchup this week, too. Okay, let's do this. Let's do, let's do, okay, let's do, let's do Arkansas this week, and then we can talk about Ole Miss and Alabama, and then we can talk about them going forth. Yeah, because I think so the Ole Miss Arkansas LSU game this week is huge. We might, and Coach oh, and I have a debate man. about this, so I want to get your thought. Go ahead. Yes. They got to be day in it. I, I want to see them. I want to see them be day in I think this is one of those games that absolutely you want to win. But then they do have Ole Miss. You have Alabama. They have Mississippi State. If you want to get to a bowl game, we're talking about a team that is at this point two and two, two and two. So this week, win this week, you're three and two. You're up in the air about three and uh, about four and two versus versus three and three. Then you get to the Alabama game. You get to Mississippi State. You should win that game. So we're looking at let's say four four games at minimum. They win this weekend. Now we're looking at the Florida game. I think that's a winnable game. So sure. Auburn, I still don't know what to expect out of Auburn. FIU, and then we get uh, Mizzou. So I still think uh, winning this game is certainly going to propel them to be feel like they're in a good shape uh, coming into Thanksgiving to get to a bowl game. But man. We thought There's there was a lot on their plate. Yeah, we thought there was a real possibility they would go three and zero, oh, three and four. Yeah, you already lost yeah. BYU, so if you somehow go two and game. five, forget yeah. it. Bingo. Okay. Yeah, that's the that's the part that's really tough is the BYU loss. Like everybody had LSU penciled in as a loss in theory because right. LSU was ranked so high for sure. the season, but BYU was one where, and again. It, Come on, man! Just do, just do little things. Just mm-hmm. do little. And it's, I, I get frustrated. I like KJ so much, and watching, I hate when they do tight shots on him during the game, because this is a guy that's trying his best, and it's just he's, he just can't. He, it's two games in a row. He just couldn't get over the hump. Yeah, we got a couple of big bounce back games this week. LSU at Ole Miss. So let's start there. Obviously, yep. you're intrigued by that. I think LSU a little bit was looking ahead of uh, from Arkansas. It's a rivalry game. Arkansas always gives them their best shot. LSU is watching. You know they're they know they're playing a team that just lost to BYU, and they're going on the road to a ranked Ole Miss team the following week. Ole Miss kind of laid an egg this last week. I'll give Alabama a ton of credit. I'm not shocked Alabama won. I'm surprised by how they did win. So what what happens mm-hmm. in this bounce back game for these two? I mean, because really LSU can't feel great about what happened last weekend. No, they, they, they were fighting for their lives last weekend because they know they can't afford to lose another game, especially they can't afford to lose an SEC game to start it out because they, they, they still have playoff aspirations. So the big thing for me is we gotta we got to see what this offensive line is going to look like for LSU. Like There were times that he had a ton of time, and there were times that uh, they were in the backfield like just eating. And so that's the part that's going to be interesting for me with LSU, and then you flip it over for Ole Miss. I, don't, I, don't, I think Ole Miss is going to run the number on this. And I don't, I don't know what the over is, but I think this game probably plays to the over because what we're dealing with mm-hmm. is a team. LSU's not nearly 66. as good on defense as Alabama. And I was talking to my buddy that uh, he's a Texas fan, and he said, man, we won, but goodness gracious, that Alabama defense, man, hmm. they are scary. And they dialed in that defense. And I don't know if Nick Saban had a meeting or something, but the way that they're playing right now, those last two games, they are focused up and focused in. They shut down Ole Miss. They made Jackson Dart hurt. And it was just one of those things where it was like, hey, this is how we have to win football games now. Like, this is what we're going to do. So, 
Listen, Milrose got a little bit of a deep ball that he can throw. They can throw these screens. They've got nothing in between that area. Like, they're not going to hit you for a 13-yard pass very often. So, it's going to be pretty interesting to see how how Ole Miss adapts uh, at coming off that game because Lane Kiffin, we saw you saw him at the end of the game. Lane Kiffin tried. He was he tried his dangest to go out hmm. and win that football game, and he's like, nothing I'm doing is working. What's going on? So, it's, that's going to be an interesting one. Where are you going? Oh, I think I'm gonna go Jaden Daniels over Jackson Dart. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Jaden Daniels. And by the way, I've been having a really hard time recently with Kalen Green at, at Boise State and Jalen Daniels at Kansas, and then mm-hmm. Jaden Daniels yeah. at LSU. Like it's like, okay, man, like come on, I get it. Names are on trend. I, I I'm all in for it. Like they're cool names, but man. Trying to keep those guys sorted out has been brutal. Well, all I know is I don't know if he's as good as he is. He looked last week, or that's just who he is. But the neighbors, Malik Neighbors is neighbors is freaky oh. dude, and they got a pretty nice complimentary receiver too. I think they're going to have uh, plenty of success. But I'm expecting a shootout. I'm with you. I think it'll be a high scoring fun game yeah. to watch. But you went with you same, went with same. you went with LSU though, right? So you two are on LSU. Yeah, I'm, I'm going on, with LSU. I, I'm on Ole Miss. I will pat you on the back twice. Okay. Once for Michael, once for me. If you're right, next week. Okay, I'll take that. Okay, <laughs> Mike, I just we, want to win. I don't care what I win. We got to run. I wish we had more time. I appreciate you, my friend. Enjoy the week and uh, plenty of good games this weekend to get to for sure. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun weekend. You guys take it easy. You have a good one.